Welcome to What Christians Should Know, How You Can Apply Biblical Principles to Everyday Life. Hello everyone, I'm your host, Dr. Elijah Sadafel. In this short, we'll take a quick look at how God is our shield in times of strife. In Psalm 3, David is forced to run for his life and escapes Jerusalem after his son, Absalom, mounts a rebellion. David has no source of security in his perilous situation, so he casts his eyes on the Lord. Subsequently, in the midst of an arduous trial, David finds his source of strength in God. Hence, in Psalm 3.3, David calls God his shield. The NASB of Psalm 3.3 says, But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the one who lifts my head. The first thing we have to realize about this idea of a shield is that our feelings do not protect us, but God does. In the height of adversity, any normal person may experience doubt, accusation, guilt, anxiety, or moments of sadness. We experience these emotions because we are reacting to the situation. But do these feelings actually accomplish anything? They do not. Racing emotions keep our minds running with vain activity, but these feelings ultimately do more to crush us than to lift us up. Indeed, there are some people who are more emotional than others and therefore will react in more dramatic ways. Still, these adverse emotions do not contribute anything toward our perseverance. Our feelings are therefore unreliable because by definition, they are not active but reactive and tell us what we feel. But what do we know? We know that God is independent of our human feelings and temporal situations. We know that God is unchanging, which is why he is so reliable. We know what Psalm 145.8 says, that the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and great in loving kindness. In the midst of trials, feelings are flawed because they do not protect us, but God's shield wards off fiery darts from beneath, storms from above, and fear from within. Truly, our faith in the unseen is easier said than done, but we must always be careful not to allow our reliance on God to waver because in the end, one drop of disobedience hurts more than a ton of adversity. The second point is that God was a shield about David because of David's exclusive faith in God. If we make a connection to the New Testament, we read about the shield of faith in Ephesians 6, where the Apostle Paul describes a Christian spiritual armor. The NASB of Ephesians 6, 13-17 says, Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist in the evil day, and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. The first three pieces of armor, the girdle, the breastplate, and the shoes, use a tense in Greek, which means they are to be worn permanently on the battlefield. That is, in the Christian life, our girdle of truth, breastplate of righteousness, and shoes of peace never come off. We wear them in seasons of peace and in seasons of battle. Paul writes that we should take up our shield of faith, which means it is not something that we always have up, but raise when the fighting begins and the enemy attacks us with fiery darts. 
Furthermore, the word used for shields, thurios, is not something light and portable. It refers to a large piece of equipment that was designed to shield the entire body. This neatly correlates to the word used for shield in Psalm 3.3, the Hebrew word magen, which also refers to a large piece of equipment designed to protect the entire body. So, if we tie all of this together, what we learn is a theme that runs through both Testaments, that faith in God equips you with a shield that works best to protect you when you stand firm and hold your ground in the midst of a trial. The shield of faith is most valuable in battle, and as long as you stand behind this protection, you are safe. Attempting to maneuver away from the shield exposes you to danger. On the battlefield, the adversities will fire arrows of doubt, bitterness, anger, pride, despair, lust, and distrust, and all of them are meant to nudge you away from the object of your faith, God. This is essentially what sin is, thought and action separate from the Lord. Faith in God means you know who He is and what He has done, which protects your mind and your heart. Thus, faith is a shield. In the trials of life, some may trust in wealth, some may trust in ideas, and some may trust in natural rulers. But we know these are all vulnerable objects of faith in a fallen world. Only Jesus Christ is risen, the one who stands upright and is Lord over all. As Proverbs 35 says, Every word of God is tested. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. God is a reliable shield because every word that comes from His mouth is true truth. The primary means of attack the enemy will use is the lie, which is why we guard our minds, our hearts, our will, and our conscience with God's truth found only and exclusively in His Word. Indeed, when His truth abides in us, it will be with us forever, because although the grass withers and the flowers fade, the Word of God stands forever. If we take refuge then in what God has said, it will be our shields forever, no matter the situation. Thank you for listening. For more valuable content, including written transcripts, a bookstore, and online Bible study, please visit wcsk.org.